0: We are drinking LaCroix, mm. Pamplemousse flavor, of course. Pamplemousse. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Soberland. I am your host, Lindsay, and today's guest is my friend, a actress, a comedian, a writer, I think I'm just, am I right? Yeah, yeah. A party planner. Oh my gosh, thanks, yes. What uh, else can you do? Um, I really like poetry. I write Ooh, poetry. a poet? Yeah.
1: And... Um, you know, like I do some painting sometimes. Oh my God. You can do it
0: all.
1: Impulse painting. I mean it's all very much like not an expert at any of it,
0: but you're like a renaissance woman.
1: Thank you so much. I'm trying to like well, I think I just get really into trying things out, but mm-hmm. then I get bored of it and like go to something else. So oh, I'm not like an too. expert mm-hmm. at anything. You but just dabble and I'm fairly okay. At some things, <laughs> that's great. It
0: sounds like very creative things too. So, uh, Christine Howard is here today, guys. So you just came from a class, you said. Yeah, I'm at the Groundling
1: School in West Hollywood, and they're all about the character. So, like a lot of SNL people started there, oh, right. like Will Ferrell and um, like that Chris Kattan guy, and it's a lot of character, character kind yeah. of people. Um, so yeah, I'm sitting there. It's that's been so fun. so
0: cool. I actually I took one class, the improv class there. Because this is like, if you're not familiar, it's um, an improv school, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of, like she said, actors go there. Um, So yeah, I took one class because I thought it would help with stand-up. But I realized I'm definitely not an improv person. It was fun, but I was like, not for me. I don't like this on the spot make a character i'm just like i'd rather write and do Mm -hmm. the jokes but it was fun to do
1: it's different muscles i think like it's all in the same world but just like different countries and um, it's been helping with acting because i'm typically i'm really good at playing a version of myself and this is helping me kind of be totally different Mm. people and see what it feels like to be in their shoes and imagine being like like the complete opposite of what I look like and feel like and am. And yeah, like all, what's what's yeah. a
0: character that you did today? Um,
1: <laughs> I'm working on, uh, so it's all about point of views, right? Uh. And so like what kind of person would, you know, be really into McRibs, you know, or something <laughs> like that, you know? Um, so I'm working on a character. An overweight person.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. A person that looks like a pear or something. Yeah. Or like very like flubby or something. Um, mm-hmm. I'm working on like... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out my like mom thing. Like I really like a mom who is, I'm trying to do the voice now, but um, I really like moms who are over, like over ask and like get into people's lives like too much because mm-hmm. they're just like empty nesters or, you know, like they just want to be a part of everyone's world. Okay. Um. So I'm messing around with like, um like a little bit of um like neediness, like where <laughs> I'm just like, <gasps> like surprised. Yeah. My big thing is voice. I'm trying, uh, like, that's the thing that usually drives the person. And it's the first thing that I lose when I'm getting overwhelmed or I'm, like, too thinking. Yeah. So, so yeah. I think
0: that's been the struggle for me is voice. I could never do impressions. And that's, like, a huge thing with improv and acting. Yeah. I'm just like, if I could just play me the whole time, that would be great. But that's not always the case. So No, no, no. no. Cool. (laughs) Um, Also, this week is Valentine's Day. What? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> favorite holiday. Um, what are your uh, feelings? Are you for it or does it make um, you want to set your I, house on fire? <laughs> dude,
1: yeah. Um, very single. Uh yeah. I'm taking myself out on a date on Friday. I'm gonna go see the new Tracy Let's play that's oh. happening. Um, I think it's at the oh my gosh, I can't think of the name, but uh but yeah, he just wrote a new play cool. and they, they're they doing it here in LA and I'm a big fan of his. Nice. I think it's I'm called,
0: yeah,
1: I'm, I feel like I cannot think of the name of it, but I'm going to go take myself out
0: to dinner. I, and I like that, go. taking <laughs> yourself out on a date, Yeah, and, like serious self-love. Yeah. Yeah. I like have always hated Valentine's Day, even if I was like in a relationship because like the guy always like didn't, didn't meet my like expectations or let me down, you know. And so I was thinking, like, it's so ironic that I hate this holiday that's like about love. <laughs> I know. Um, and so and, you know, now I am trying to embrace love in my life with this new mentality that I have, like self-love, love for others and like. I should really try to take my focus off the romantic aspect of it and more on just like doing something nice for myself. Like mm-hmm. you are, or other people like I sent my parents a Valentine's day card. That's amazing. That's <laughs> a really good idea. Yeah. That's great. Which that's I was good. actually, I only sent it to him cause I was sending them something else, but I, I still, you know, <laughs> but that's, it's, but also makes you feel good. And it makes, it
1: reminds me cause I'm also like continuing to remind myself that I'm not, I have so many relationships. I've got friends, I've got family, on myself like there's so many relationships it doesn't have to just be like a romantic Romantic,
0: yeah and there's so much focus on that and um i forgot to turn off my work email so we're just gonna get a million emails about Mm -hmm. pancakes if i don't pancakes yeah okay much better okay but yeah so i want to take that i wish it wasn't so focused on that and just more in love in general so i'm gonna try To have that attitude because normally I get blackout drunk and watch The Shining. That's Mm -hmm. kind of like my (laughs) Valentine's. My
1: gosh, I'm so impressed. I can't even watch scary movies. Real dark. Yeah. I'm gonna try
0: to not do that this year. (laughs) Yeah, this
1: is my first year not I mean, drinking. Uh, Yeah. Like I started January one with the whole sober year. Yeah. You're Um, sober. I'm sober. Which is
0: so you're the first person I've had on the podcast that's sober which is weird because it's a podcast about sobriety mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes i'm glad that you're here to talk about yeah. your sobriety because yeah. i've just been talking about mine
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and um and that's kind of how we met like or well how we reconnected i feel like because i met you doing stand or i met you at a party yeah and i was like super excited because you're hilarious and you talked about oh. doing stand up and then i went to
0: your open mic mm-hmm. that was fantastic um and then yeah like And I think we remained like, or we were like social media friends on Instagram. So we kind of stayed connected that way. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then, yeah. yeah. And then, so I think after that open mic, I didn't see you for a while, but you reached out when you decided to get sober. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Can you tell me? Yeah.
1: So I, um, I am a crazy, I was a crazy, I'm, I don't know, party person, like had Mm -hmm. a lot of wild nights and very much I loved drinking. Um, definitely had a lot of i don't know <laughs> it's it's kind of like so i i started january 1 and i feel like in the last few weeks i've kind of almost like turned my brain off from any kind of like need to drink or like almost forgetting who i was mm-hmm. um and kind of pushing out memories of like like my blackout nights and my dangerous nights and all of the mistakes i've made right. um and for the first time in like years, I haven't, I used to have nightmares about like in my dream I would be wasted and be making mistakes and, and then I'd wake up and think, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. Like, how am I going to apologize? And then I'd have to remember like, oh no, that was a dream. But I was like, right. all this like toxic stuff of, cause the only time I ever made mistakes was when I was drinking.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, for the first
0: time in years, I haven't had nightmares like that. Wow. Did like a certain night or a rock bottom happen that yeah. kind of sparked this, or just kind of just over it in general?
1: Yeah, I had been thinking about wanting to take like maybe just only doing wine, or mm. like taking a month off, and and I would always kind of break it. Like I would, I would say I'm just gonna drink wine, but then I would, you know, start drinking wine, get kind of drunk, and then just start drinking everything. Right. Um, and then I would take like a month off. But during the month, I would like maybe do weed or like, you know, like maybe have like a sip or something and pretend like it was, I was not, I wasn't cheating. Mm -hmm. So I would give myself all these outs. Um, And then I had a really bad night in August. I like was out with friends and I like met random people and like did the stupid thing where I went with them to smoke some weed. And I was already like really, really drunk. And then the weed triggered something in me that I don't know what was in it, but I like got a whole paranoid attack and um and like thought that they were trying to like film me and like t- take me to like the sex la- I was just out of my mind and they called the ambulance and I had to go to the hospital and it was just a horrendous night um mm. and like one of those nights I woke up the next day and I was like I I can't do this like this is can never happen again you know like the next time I do this I'm going to die right um And so that was kind of like that wake up call where I was like, I need something really drastic and very much a long term permanent thing. And so a year felt like the most manageable, um, like it's not forever. Mm -hmm. It's just one year. It's 365 days. You know, you can do it for one year. Um, It just didn't feel as intimidating as like a
0: lifetime. So as of right now, you you have decided to just do a year of yep. sobriety, and you started January one. I started at midnight. Yeah, on <laughs> like or I
1: got wasted New Year's Eve, um, and uh, and then yeah, like stopped at midnight. I'm and shocked that you were able to stop yourself. I blacked out, and passed out. Oh, okay. I mean, m- and my body you was started like, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started really early and just told my friends, I was like, I'm just warning, probably going to be out by (laughs) midnight. (laughs) And I was,
0: which was good. Um, Then I threw up a lot the next day Mm -hmm. and just in it. A good reminder, just like as to why you're doing this. So that incident with um, when you went to the emergency room was in April, you said? Yeah. So between that and then January 1, were you still, you were still drinking then? April? Or August, o- August sorry, August, yeah. So between August and January, you were still drinking. Yeah, I took um,
1: after August. So during rush from August. What's after August? September. September. Yeah. <laughs> so I stopped drinking in September uh. um, because I was so freaked out. Mm-hmm. Like I just, it was, it was like, like I'm 31, and um, and I've had, I've gone to the hospital before for drinking in college and stuff, but that hasn't like po-
0: alcohol poisoning or yeah,
1: okay. yeah, like just you know in college, just going out with friends. Doing like a thousand shots for no reason Mm -hmm. and then going to the hospital. I did that. I had three incidents in college. Um, And it's, and I just, I was freaked out that I was like, I'm 31. And like, I did this? Like, that was, I mean, I should never have done that. I just was, I just couldn't believe that it had happened.
0: Yeah. So just, to recap, it, you were very, very drunk and then you smoked weed and mm-hmm. you thought maybe, and then something was possibly in the weed too. So it was like a combination of all three of these things. Yeah. Just,
1: yeah. And yeah. I was with people that didn't know me. Mm. So and that I, also I, probably added to the freak out factor. Yeah. Strangers. If I was with friends, they would have put me in a car and sent me home. But because I was with random people, they didn't know who I was. was just some crazy
0: girl mm-hmm. who was having like an, a paranoid attack. So yeah. they were just like, whoa. I would do that too. Like my friends knew when to cut it off and go home at like, you know, midnight and I was like, nope. And I would just keep on going, even if that meant hanging out with strangers at the bar that would just, you know, everyone's friendly when they're drinking and I would just hang out with them or get a ride with them to another bar or party and just like put, yeah, it's like putting yourself in these dangerous situations with complete strangers, but
1: mm-hmm. it just feels <laughs> like the most natural thing. Yeah. In the world. You're just
0: like, like, your focus is to continue to party yeah. and get fucked up and have fun. And yeah. that's all that matters. And forget and, about tomorrow, like to not think about, the future like it's all
1: about the present moment and i want to have the most fun possible and i do not care what happens yeah (laughs) at the time i was dating this guy um who i had to call to um like because i was freaking out i thought i was like being taken i was just having a paranoid attack so he was freaking out obviously because he didn't know if i was he thought it was real, like, oh, am I okay? Mm-hmm. And he came, and I was, like, in such a state that I, like, drove, like, I pushed him away. Like, it was, yeah. it just was one of those nights where, like, I wasn't even, I just, you know, when you're not yourself, I wasn't myself. I mean, I was, like, mean, aggressive, mm-hmm. um, hurtful to everyone around me, um, physical.
0: I mean, I think, yeah. I, I mean, I was dangerous. Yeah, I, a lot of my dating relationships or actually every single one of them ended because of alcohol, whether it'd be like um, a fight that sparked when I was drinking over something petty or I've had guys just straight up be like, you drank a lot and it freaks me out. Um, I once got in like a screaming fight with a guy in a parking lot telling him to go fuck himself. I don't remember this at all, but yeah. So like always definitely played a part in my breakups. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's, it was like, it's the thing that it's the, Drinking is the only thing that has made me have mistakes or like mess up Mm -hmm. in my life. Like if I hadn't been drinking, I wouldn't have done half the things that I regret, you know, like everything else in my life. Like I'm in so control over my my kind of mental stuff and I feel like I'm pretty great. But then drinking just is the only thing where it pushes
0: me over the edge and I mess up. Yeah, I totally relate. I feel like at 30, I'm now figuring, trying to figure out what is it that I really want out of life, like career wise or whatever, what really makes me happy so that I can like pursue that more when I feel like most people kind of studied that in college or have been pursuing that for 10 years. So I feel like a little behind sometimes, yeah. wh- which I know some- Then also some people like you know that changes for them throughout their life, but I do feel like I, I would be in a totally different place and a better grasp of my life if I hadn't been drinking. So. Yeah,
1: I've I think um, I because I totally can r- relate to that because mm-hmm. I've had just some it's pushed me back definitely. But I was thinking about I was listening to Sarah Silverman's um, interview with Dak Shepard on his, um, Pot- easy, his podcast, yeah, yeah. yeah, and she was talking about how, especially comedians, um, like to be really funny, you have to have like a flaw or you have to have come up against something to mm. make it so you're, you know.
0: Like being born beautiful and perfect, it doesn't yeah. give you any I mean, adversity. I that's why a lot of comedians are alcohol, recovering alcoholics, or alcoholics, yeah. or drug addicts, or they're. It's pretty dark.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you, you know, you have to go through stuff to be able to like make light of it or joke about it or to be able to like relate to humanity in some way because you know it's it's kind of boring to be perfect so yeah. I c- no one wants to hear about how perfect you are yeah. we don't want we don't care yeah. um so that's been helping me with the whole like i'm not really wasting time i'm just like gained a whole bunch of stuff to talk about mm. <laughs> yeah
0: no that's a good perspective to have and that's i kind of try to have that too with now i can take what i've learned and maybe help people that want to get sober or are really depressed and that were where I was. And so I think, yeah, you can definitely take it and, and help people and benefit from it. And like
1: a lot, I, I feel like talking about it out loud, like these, these incidents, these episodes is, was so scary to me and intimidating um, because I didn't want, I didn't know if, if that side of me was something that I really wanted to share, Mm -hmm. you know, and make it super vocal and, put, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of an intimate side. Um, but talking about it out loud makes it just not as, it's just not that a lot of people go through this. It's just, it's like, it's so easy to have addictions or, you know, I'm, I know that I, the the, the nights that I overdrank were because I felt alone or I felt self-conscious or I was just really depressed or, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's because I wanted love and comfort and instead of looking for, either myself or another person.
0: I just drank it away and tried to forget about it. Yeah, it wasn't just for fun. It was like an underlying issue. And that's never a good thing. I can totally understand. So you took September off from drinking and -hmm. then you got back into it.
1: And then I, yeah, I started drinking again at the end of September going into October. And yeah, I just was still feeling really um, like not like in control, you know, I still felt like I wasn't in full grasp of like, I'm just going to have a drink. And then that's it. Like, I still felt like obsessive, like I want to have a few drinks or something, you know? Um, so my 31st birthday was in October and, uh, it was the first birthday that I didn't drink. I just like had like a solo. Yeah. Like I drove up to Monterey by myself and just had like a solo birthday, just sober, and so that felt really good. And that made me think like, oh, wow, I really, I should I should do something. Mm-hmm. And that was the first weekend where I was like, well, it's New Year's coming up.
0: Oh, you're like, <laughs> new a, year, new me. I know, right?
1: <laughs> um, I, so I started kind of just thinking about it. And I was like, maybe it's, maybe it's a year, maybe it's a year. And then I was, I just kept thinking about it throughout November and then towards the end of November, early December. Um, I hurt my knee, um, when I was like working and my knee popped out it Oof. was just, it was weird. Um, but my body kind of was like telling me you need a change, like do something, like refocus. Um, it was almost like a sign, you yeah. know? Um, so yeah, it made me be like, yeah, this is, this is happening. Uh, I need to like recheck my body, recheck my mental state, refocus on my dreams and what I want to say as an artist and. And just do something drastic. Yeah. Like, right around the time I was thinking about this, I saw on Instagram that you started your podcast. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, I just I remember reading, like, your post. I think you had, like, your your new Soberland um, photo of or something, and you just wrote, like, a whole... I just remember reading something. I forget which post it was, but it was just, it was, like, so in tune with what I was feeling and thinking, like, going through so many just kind of shitty nights mm-hmm. and like just being so tired of
0: it. And like, I just don't want to, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to make mistakes anymore. <laughs> that's awesome to hear like yeah. that. It, Cause I don't know if this is helping anybody. So to hear like, that, that was when you I reached are reading out. it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think I reached out right when, and I was like, Hey, I'm thinking and whatever I said. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. Oh, that's awesome. And mm-hmm. then, um, so then you started January one at yep. midnight. That's yep. And so what is it? It's, February. Yeah, February,
1: I guess it's the
0: twelfth now. Yeah. So So, wow. Yeah. Like a month and a half. How do you feel?
1: I feel great. January was really hard. Um, I do event planning. And so I was doing these three holiday parties for my work because we did the holiday party in January because of you know, travel and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um they're like parties. I mean it's you know, a young agency. Um, so it was like a lot of a lot of really fun, cool, interesting people drinking and i had you know i was like the planner so like i was providing all the alcohol i was providing all the fun um and was my first time ever really doing doing this kind of work or like while being sober and um and it was there was like a few moments that were just really really hard that
0: seems really hard i mean like harder than like a bartender that just got sober like you're right in the middle of this party where yeah. there's just free booze like everywhere. all my favorite people too like yeah. i love
1: these people i've been working with them for years and years and and i'm you know a, a party girl yeah um so from the start you've had yeah. like temptation oh my god yeah so wow. um but it was good that and i and i texted you i think at one point mm-hmm. saying like it's i'm glad that i'm getting these tests early because now it just feels like an easy, like, all right, great. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm fine. Yeah. But there was like a moment, um, in Chicago, uh, we were at like the goose Island tasting room and it Mm -hmm. was like the official tasting room of like, you know, the, the famous barrel house goose Island Mm -hmm. or something. And I love beer and I love experience. I like the taste of alcohol. I love all of it. And I was like, I can't believe I can't try <laughs> the, the actual thing. I don't know. Like yeah. it, I had this moment. I was like, I'm not going to try the thing that I love the most. I'm just wow. going to watch people drink it. So it was like that realization, which how basic it sounds out loud, but no, I'm going to, I'm going to watch people do the thing that I want to do. You know,
0: <laughs> it's like, you're stepping outside <laughs> of your life and watching it like on a TV or something yeah. like that. And just like, what's happening. I know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So were you like bummed out or were you just kind of like fascinated that you were doing this? Both. <laughs> okay. I, I was like bummed, but I was more like fascinated
1: about how, how I don't, cause we live in a world now where you can get anything you want all the time. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, you know, you want to watch porn, you want to get food, you want to drink, you want to <laughs> travel somewhere. You can, you can, anything you want. Usually. I mean, thank god i'm lucky enough to like have enough money to where i can get things that i want mm-hmm. i can get it and yeah. it was such an interesting thing to not get the thing i want right yeah. away um so that was a good feeling uh the control and like knowing like the discipline was in enjoying like oh like i'm i'm doing something i said i was gonna do yeah <laughs> um like,
0: almost like pride in yourself that you you did this like you're you know showing strength and that's that's really awesome
1: and then i drank every like possible other liquid i drank (laughs) like all (laughs) the coffee all the
0: soda all of like i was just like just i had
1: to just keep chugging stuff that was not alcohol just to like stay busy that's what i also noticed i love just like just do like, I think I love having a good glass and like sipping
0: things. Mm-hmm. Like I love the activity of just, it. I'm the same. Yeah. I love drinking things in general. Like yeah. if you go to an a- AA meeting, it's just like a ton of people with like w- different types of water and coffee and all these sorts of benefits. Yeah. We like are so used to can drinking you drink something. You're going to drink of my LaCroix. You're no, LaCroix. Yeah. So I think it's just like a habit that, we, we continue, that's but at least habit. we're getting hydrated. That's oh, good. We're <laughs> hydrated. We are hydrated. So have you, um, what kind of support do you have? Are you uh, AA um, or I anything? have a really supportive mom.
1: Okay. Who's been a part of all of, like, she's knows all about all the college things. Like, you guys are pretty open about it. Very anything? open. Oh. Yeah. And she was, she's never been one of the people that's been like, you have to go sober. You know, like, mm-hmm. she's never told me or, or like um, she's always very much supportive of like w- being, being open to what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like a very, I think we're the same, like I love being free and open and like explorative and impulsive and, yeah. um, which I think makes us such, such a fun party people. Yeah. Um, but, uh, she never wanted me to feel like I was limiting myself, but she also knows that like drinking is kind of my fault. Like that's the, the thing that I'm I like she's probably with. worried
0: about yeah. you in the back of her mind. That exactly, going to yeah. happen. Yeah.
1: So she was a very she was like all about this year, and she thinks because I have ADHD as well, and so I think um, I can get really overwhelmed if there's a lot of information coming my way. And mm-hmm. sh- so the year makes it focused and specific, and like something I can say in my head if I'm like, oh, "Well, what? What if? What about in twenty years? Like, what about at my wedding? Like, wh- well, how what am I gonna?" It's just a year.
0: Yeah, like it's one year. I, yeah, when people ask me, like, "Are you ever gonna drink again?" Like, I don't even answer. Like, I'm just like, I don't know, because that's too overwhelming, too big to think of. I mean, honestly, most of the time, I'm just taking it. I'm just staying sober for that day. Is you know, even a year can sometimes seem overwhelming. Um, I think it's good to have the goals, though. Like, you know, I was actually struggling this weekend. Like, I'll go through phases where I won't think about drinking for like a week now which is a huge improvement. Um but then some you know something will come up and spark that whether I'm depressed or stressed and then I'll like want to drink and I'll kind of go to the extreme of fantasizing about like where would I go what bar and like what would I order and um need that know, dream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just so that when I get to that point I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I need to like reel it in." And I I think that having those uh like milestones and those goals help because I'm like, okay, I just hit eight months. I need to I'm come. Th- I've come this That's far. Awesome, eight
1: Let, months is amazing.
0: I can't believe it, honestly. But I'm like, so at least good. I'm like, at least make it for you know a full year. And then you know when the full year comes, I'll be like, well, I came this far. Just keep going, you know. So I think it's good. Those yeah, those like goals are helpful. But honestly, and I have to think, just stay sober for today, especially when I'm having those kind of like freakouts when I really want it. It's just like whether it be just go drive around your car for a little while or go get some froyo, call my best friend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just until it passes and the next morning, you wake up and you're like, Oh, I'm so glad I didn't yeah. drink. Like, yeah. So glad. So it's
1: always at night for me. It's I'm a night yeah. person.
0: I love like
1: the adventures of it being dark out in the stars <laughs> and the moon. And like, I'm romantic and I love the idea of like, getting a cocktail you know let's go
0: get like a dirty martini or something you know the glamour of it like a cocktail yeah yeah getting dressed that was always fun but the thing is I actually really love day drinking like especially on the weekends because I would like wake up alone and depressed about what happened last night and just like want to escape and so I would start drinking like in the morning and just all day long and so if I'm like down or really bored or just not in a good place like I'll want a day drink and then Mm. that's when I would really get in trouble because that's like 12 hours yeah. of drinking yeah exactly and i don't eat because i'm just like
1: full from all of the drinking yeah like that would like i would yeah in new york i would do brunches which Ugh, were like those are always so bad so for dangerous me. bottomless yeah. samosa I'd be yeah like, no because i'm really good at chugging things mm-hmm, um, me too. however horrible that is um but yeah i'm the same with uh with having to like stay busy i've been yeah. definitely staying busy with working out has helped um been sleeping way more that's good like weird amount have you been sleeping
0: way more yeah well i i noticed i go to bed way earlier too um i think because i don't have that sugar and alcohol to like you know spike me up and keep me going all night because i would stay up i'd be the last person to go to sleep normally and now it's like 10 o'clock gotta go to bed same (laughs) yeah but then i want to wake up early and i want to get stuff done Mm. and you know so um but, I, you know, I do get what you're saying about, like, the desire to, like, have a cocktail. Like, when I see people at a nice restaurant, like, enjoying a bottle of wine together, I'm like, that's so, like, cute and romantic and, and glamorous human. and, like, <laughs> human. And I wish I could do that. But then I'm like, I can't. I can't do that yeah. because that's just going to lead to yeah. Mocktails. Drinks. Have you, you like mocktails? I ta- do, They're yeah. helping me.
1: They're helping me. Yeah. I, um, I love mocktails. I, like, I have made up one called The Prohibition Pony. Which is a Moscow Mule, except with no alcohol in it. With no vodka? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Because it comes in, like, the the metal, like, the copper cup. So it feels like I'm still drinking a fancy cocktail. Yeah. Um, And it has, like, interesting things in it. And ginger beer. I drank so
0: much ginger beer. Yeah. (laughs) Like, last month. Um, That's helped. Like, having, like, a little mocktail thing. I do get a little... Nervous when I'm out and I order a mocktail because one time it was during my best friend Gabby's bachelorette party in Santa Barbara. That's we hard. were, um, well, we were out at, at a bar and she had ordered some kind of cocktail. It was like a lavender lemonade with vodka or something or gin. And um, she asked the bartender to make me one non alcoholic. And so he made it for me and gave it to me. I took one sip and I was like, there's alcohol in this. And I like freaked out. Like I think I was maybe. I don't know, three or four months sober at that point. And I just like was crying and it was really emotional and hard because I was working so hard for this. And I felt like I just messed up and it took me a Mm -hmm. while to like, forgive that guy and forgive myself and realizing like, I didn't intentionally order. Like I took one sip and I was like, Whoa, no, this is, uh, this is alcohol. And I, you know, I gave it back to him and, um, but I think now, whenever I order a mocktail at a bar, I'm like, "Is there alcohol is, in this? Really? <laughs> what yeah. did you put?" I like I watch him make it. No, <laughs> it's like true, no, because I did. And in Chicago, I was I was out, and I like
1: thought that I had a water glass in front of me, but it came like the water got mixed up with like someone's tequila, soda, mm. and I took a sip and was like, "That is tequila." Cool. Yeah, <sighs> it's like it's so crazy that we can recognize. And it, oh, yeah. it's the second it hit my mouth, and I kind of spit it out a little bit, and and I just had to tell myself that just happened you did not mean for that to happen and it doesn't it doesn't count like yeah. it, so it's, it you just doesn't intentionally not count.
0: No. and once you knew you stopped but i think yeah. it's like but it was still weird mindfuck, like it <laughs> was
1: still weird to taste it Yeah. cuz it's been i've i feel like it's this like dark magic substance that <laughs> i've now like blocked from my being yeah and so like I, yeah like i've been i see people drink wine and i see people drink cocktails and i can like imagine what it tastes like and like what it feels like
0: yeah i miss red wine because I, I used to love it. that with like a good cheese plate oh my
1: god with f- oh god with, with dinner food, I yeah loved,
0: ba- i loved red wine with dinner and yeah, i know i wish i really wish that i could do that yeah but i i know that i can't no we can't just and it's and it's way better
1: yeah. um i mean i'm i'm so much more i'm i have so many more ideas than i than i like creatively yeah so
0: how are you what like what are the benefits that you felt you said yeah. sleeping better, sleeping no better. more bad dreams.
1: Health-wise, like I'm I feel so fit even when I'm not doing as like, my my body stays toned, like more toned yeah. and just feels better. Mm-hmm. My joints feel better. Um, also, I have like some new like I'm going to take a class at USC this summer, a directing class. Like I've been wow. feeling like I just I want to learn about directing, so why not take a class? Like mm-hmm. all these things that I that felt uh like far away um or like oh like I'll eventually maybe do that like now I'm like well
0: let's just do it yeah you tackled the biggest obstacle so and you can take on anything
1: (laughs) that's true yeah Yeah, this this is currently the biggest and I'm glad that we're talking about this today because I because I the last two weeks like like January happened and it was like all three of those parties and it was really really hard and then I almost like just turned that part of myself off. My mom visited and I just, and I feel like I kind of didn't, uh, didn't check in with myself about where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. So it's really good that I'm now like, I'm like, yeah. okay, where let's just like put a little flagpole down and be like, where's, where are we at? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, what
0: are your goals? Yeah. What do you want to focus on? Yeah. Because I think it's important to, stay focused on these things otherwise we're going to get bored or yeah. down or whatever. Or so. forget about cause the support system, like forget
1: about checking in with the support systems. Mm-hmm. You know, like I do have like amazing friends one checked in today. She's like, how's the sober life going? You know, That's awesome. like just checking in with the people and then, um, do you have habits that you've built in like daily habits or anything?
0: Yeah. I, um, I try to meditate every morning before work, even if it's for a few minutes. And I've gotten really into these cards. I have like an Oracle deck, um, which is more just like you can pull any of the cards and they would be a positive like affirmation for the day. Um, But then I also just got, I was telling you about these tarot cards I just got. Mm -hmm. Um, I was wanting to... Uh, I was thinking about getting a reading because I was, like, just wanting some extra guidance. But then I was like, oh, they're so expensive. Because Yeah. In LA. And, like, are they... I feel like there's the good ones and there's the sketchy ones. So it's like, are you going to the good one? You know, like, yeah, a, like a massage person. Like you want right. to go to the, g- if good you massage. Want the good one, you have to pay it lots of money. Yes. So I was like, why don't I just buy a deck and kind of try it out? Because I feel like I'm always been a very intuitive person, especially recently with where I'm at and kind of spiritually connected. So I bought this deck and I, um, it's the universal weight, which is like a popular deck. It's like great for beginners. Um, and I kind of just taught myself. I did it. If you're familiar with tarot cards, I did a Celtic cross spread, which is like, wow. <laughs> I, I am not familiar, and that it's, sounds impressive. It's, um, well, it's 10 cards, and you lay them out in a certain like spread, and each one means something. Like one is a past card, one is present, one is future. There's a challenge one, there's one for advice, there's one for influence, something else, and then the outcome, what's going to happen. So you, it, it, you shuffle these, like, s- there's 75 something cards and you shuffle them and then cut them and then you just as you're shuffling them you ask a question to like the universe or whoever and then you lay them out and um yeah so it took me like four hours because I was like teaching myself and doing it but it was pretty um spot on in a lot of ways so like my pass card was actually like um, you've turned your back on something that used to bring you happiness, but now it causes you pain and it is hurting you. Oh my god. I mean, out of 70 something cards, that's the one I got in my past. That so is that's pretty spot on. Really spot on. Yeah. And that means something. Yeah. And then like the present was wow. the chariot card, which was like you are very strong and determined on a project and you're gonna face a lot of challenges with Eight it, but keep going. Yeah. yeah. And then um the future was uh, about opportunities and I'm going to be faced with a lot of opportunities and some are going to look really appealing and may include like fame and wealth, but they're not always the best. So really listen to your intuition with that. So I was like, okay, good heads up there. So nice. just like, yeah. And I, I thought it was really cool. And, and then yeah. I also, um, I had a lot of cups card, which I looked up and actually those are very popular Scorpios, which I'm a Scorpio. So I was oh just like gosh. all these little things that's where I'm like, this is, you could think that it might be yeah. phony, whatever. But I was like, there's a lot of little things here that are pretty spot yeah. on. So I thought it was cool. I think that you are a tarot card reader. I think I have a new I career. This so is it. Quitting IHOP, goodbye. It's <laughs> <laughs> my calling. But um, uh-huh. yeah, I think it's really cool. So th- oh, that's something is the cards. Um, I, I go to therapy every week, which I'm going tonight and that's really important to me and helpful. Um, I, what else do I do? I go on hikes and exercise, getting out in nature, which it's really great to have my dogs. He keeps me accountable um, with that reading. I it's, this is really embarrassing to say, but I've never finished a book in my entire life. I graduated from a, university without finishing a book and I just like cannot stop reading these like self-help books those are like the top the three right there that I'm reading um Ooh. uh and I just so I love getting insight from that mm.
1: um yeah I I want to read a book because I've been reading about a lot of acting books mm-hmm. <laughs> and like act actory kind of like career-y books yeah. um but I do want to get like maybe get like into a self-help book or just like a novel. Cause I feel like you're right. Like reading really makes me focus in on, and I feel accomplished at the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially mm. with the self self-help stuff, because I'm still kind of navigating a lot of things, which I also was going to ask you has, has some feelings, some dark stuff come up for you from like maybe your past or just like things that you didn't realize that you were struggling with until you got sober. Yeah. I, I, I've been coming up against like, um,
1: well, January was just such a weird month with all the, like, I just didn't know how much I wanted to drink, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's almost like you don't know how much you want it until it's gone. Yeah. Like I knew, I, I knew I really wanted, I loved drinking and I liked partying and I just like, I felt I had to go. I'm such, I love people and I love talking to people and I love social settings. I didn't want to talk to a single person. (laughs) I just went and sat in the corner and just like, I just pretended to look at my phone because I couldn't even deal with like being in a circle with everyone holding the drink and not me not drinking. I just couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like That's so, it's so weird. I could like, uh, so relate to that. I think our stories are very similar and we, but I a hundred percent relate to that because I used to be so social, I could not, be stay in on any night of the week um I constantly wanted I hated being by myself I constantly want to be around people um I think because I wanted to drink and party and I didn't want to be left alone with myself and my thoughts but now I like would prefer to be like home alone on a Saturday night and just like hang out with my dog and relax and so that's I totally understand yeah, that change, but same.
1: And I think it's this year is all about kind of like regrouping internally for me. And a lot of that is just like being alone mm-hmm. for just, just to like let everything marinate. And I'm having so many new thoughts in terms of, cause I'm not that spiritual. I mean, I am, I feel like there's a reason that we're here and that there's like something above us, but I don't, I kind of think that we're our own universe mm-hmm. and that we're our own kind of god goddess. Um, because our body, like we own this and we kind of own our mind. And so in that regard, yeah, we are, um, our own God, um, whatever, yeah, whatever whatever your higher power is is to you. I think that's the
0: one thing I really love about AA. It's not like you have to seek this God or this to like get through this. It could be like whatever that higher power is Mm -hmm. to you. And Mm -hmm. I, I think that's great. Yeah, exactly. So I've been, just thinking a lot more about that mm-hmm. and
1: like what that really means for longevity, because aging always scared me. Like I never thought I was gonna really live that long. Mm-hmm. I thought that I was gonna, I don't know. I just felt like I was gonna die young, whatever that means. You know, just yeah. the concept of aging didn't make sense to me. Which maybe that was why I was so destructive, because I just didn't
0: You're like care. I'm gonna die. So yeah. just let's it's gonna get, just, get over. Let's do let's it. Just, <laughs> let's just go hard.
1: <laughs> you know. Um, so I think coming to terms with like. Oh, I I will be 80, 90, 100 years old one day, hopefully.
0: Like, I might have a family. Hmm. I might
1: have a family, yeah. <laughs> wow, like, I might ha- actually be able to manage a small child without <laughs> killing it, <laughs> like, crazy. Um, yeah, like, belie- Like the discipline of, like, trusting my... This is the most I've ever trusted myself in my life. Like, the, the they have zero fear that I'm going to break this thing. Like, I'm so just like I just feel so good about it which is you know what I mean like that's crazy the first time in my life since I was a kid
0: yeah I I feel like a lot of this like um self-realization and kind of developing this relationship with myself and learning these like underlying issues and fears that I have and what I have kind of come just recently and you know and I'm like I said I'm hitting eight months so maybe as you continue with this more things will open up and develop for you so hopefully yeah Hopefully. just the beginning. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it is. Yeah. And I'm excited to see. Yeah. Like because I feel like I've already had so many like eruptions of thought um, and and I feel good now. But I mean, maybe I'll have my really intense crash, you know, like mm. in eight months, you know, like maybe that'll be the turning point. Like I know that there's going to be many turning points of like, oh, this is who I am okay, I'm going to have to deal with this, Yeah, you know, like, um,
0: or good things too. Like, Oh, things. you really love, I don't know, sailing. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you yeah. could just like, you know, discover these new things about yeah. yourself. So. I'm taking singing lessons now, which uh-huh. was like this scary, you're
1: like literally doing it all. Do you dance too? I want to be, I want to, uh, my biggest, biggest dream, uh, biggest like ever is to be on a Broadway stage. Wow. Like that's, I, I, from the time I was 11, I've always went, I saw cats, <laughs> cats. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so, and that, that dream always felt like just ridiculous, like l- could never happen. And in the last year I finally feel like, wow, like I could maybe do that. So yeah. that even that one opening of that one tiny little crack of a door feels like a different life for me. Like it feels like I'm living a completely different life, Mm but that door is in my world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome that you're seeing like the possibilities and just life has become so much bigger for you. It sounds like. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bigger. That's a good word. Mm -hmm. Bigger. How do you, I also feel like relationships like friendships and stuff have been more Real because I used to just like drink with friends, and now I just have to like talk and hang out (laughs) with friends, like really get to know them, (laughs) to really be with them. Yeah, Um, which is great because I love my friends, but that's been a new. Have you been feeling that
0: too? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some friends that we that are were and are just like party friends where we just you know get together for people's birthdays or the weekends, and not gonna lie, it's been a little awkward at times because I'm I realized I don't really know them that well like I've known them for 10 years you know but I don't really know them that well and so um but I think it's been a good chance to kind of develop a really a new relationship with them they've all been supportive um but then like my real friendships that I've always had uh, like Gabby and other people um those have really strengthened because I can really be there for them and I'm really, I'm present in our conversation. So um, if anything, it's just, it's made my f- friendships more genuine, more real. Yeah, just mm-hmm. everything overall, yeah. The new, all the new discovery that I had, um, ki- like
1: kid and childlike and like feeling youthful and like a like a childlike wonder has mm-hmm. always been really important to me. And in the last month, I've felt like that's the, that's the goal of uh, for like what I want to achieve artistically, Mm -hmm. like making people feel lighthearted, making like starting dialogue around the, those kinds of like adventurous feelings of like, you know, when you're a kid, like you're, you have to walk, you have to learn how to walk. But like every time you you don't know when the time is going to be where you stand up and you actually do it, but you keep getting up and trying. Like you just keep getting up and, and it's never like a bitterness that you'd fell, you know, it's like eventually I will walk. Mm -hmm. Um, So like that effort of like just continuing to try is is a very encouraging um, theme that I'm seeing in a lot of like things I'm writing and like the the types of characters I want to play and like um, how I want to live my life um, so that's been a, a theme and like kids don't drink <laughs> yeah. Um, so I been, yeah I know
0: I had to think about like how do I have fun at the beginning of this and it was like what did I do before I started drinking? Like I ran around outside and played tag shit. Like, does anyone want to do that with me now? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah.
1: Let's play tag.
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, you have to like figure out how do you have fun without this yeah. thing that you've had fun with for so yeah. long.
1: Yeah. And that's been a new, cause I, <laughs> I, I like playing little games with myself. Like wa- like sometimes I'll be in like a big, big, like a, uh, those bars where I couldn't drink, I would just walk weird and like try really hard to not touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, which like, like walking around groups and like not, or like, or like, I don't know, uh, it's, it's, but yeah, like little games or yeah. like weird things that are very much more about like really seeing the things. Cause as people get drunk, you see more than, that's the other thing I'm noticing is like when people get drunk, it's like you can observe and they are not as much observing, so it's like you're the observer of them while they're kind of in their amazing, fun state. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, which is so weird because I was usually, obviously, always drunk. Very much. And me so too. now to see, like, oh, this is how people are acting. It's like kind of s- really silly, and in, like, there's a, these are adults that are like acting like children, or like,
1: yeah, yeah. And it's it makes me feel good because I never mind when people are drunk, like yeah. ever. Yeah, like it's I'm funny because like, I'm like because i know how much i've done that so many times so i'm i kind of like i turn into like the facilitator of mm, you know fun or like making sure that they get food or like that they get so that's been nice to be able to like because i love parties and and i'm a party planner um so to be able to like turn into more of like a mama bear of like uh making sure the party continues but that everyone's having a good time (laughs) because I've been finding that like I have to stay busy.
0: Yeah. I was going to say like, it doesn't really bother me when people drink in front of me, but I do get bored because I'm not doing it and that's what they're focused on. And so if I'm at a bar, unless like, unless I can actually hear and talk and like, have do something like have a conversation. I yeah. get super bored when I'm around people that are drinking. I know. So like, this is lame. I know. Just so crazy that
1: I have that. No, I know, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, same.
0: Now. So I just keep working. Like I keep yeah. either like
1: party planning or I keep like getting the food out or I, you know, like I have to, or like drinking tons of coffee or like do, like I have to stay yeah. busy or I have to go kind of maybe
0: like sit by myself in the corner
1: and just kind of like be alone. <laughs> Take a minute.
0: <laughs> yeah. So do you think that there's any way that you would go beyond a year? yeah Maybe just to yeah wait and see how it goes first yeah.
1: i definitely think so
0: yeah um because
1: now it's like man i'm not gonna want to break this string like yeah. i'm very competitive <laughs> so yeah. um I w- i'm i can already feel like that whole like god if i if i break it then i'm gonna start all over
0: yeah because i've thought about that too like what if i just did you know a year or two years or something like that because i think by then i would gain a lot of clarity and be in a good s- space but then i have um I have fear that I'll just, like, fuck it all up if, you know, if I start drinking, I'll just go back to where I was. And that's, I think, keeping me from yeah. Me. But, yeah. yeah, I wonder if at one point will I be able to drink like a normal person? I don't know. But yeah. I, don't I don't really want to risk it. Yeah, you know? I
1: know. I don't want to risk it. I want to be able to, like, have a glass of wine at dinner, you know, or, yeah. like, just be – like, have a mimosa or something. Like, I want to – and, like, I see people that are able to, like, have a drink or two and mm-hmm. be fine – and I'm just not that. Like, I just, I, I'm, I'm never going to be that person. Just like, like, like other people have issues with other things. Like there's, there's so many addictions out there. And so it's not like we're like some people like eat, eating Mm -hmm. is an issue for them. Like they can't, they can't stop eating or like they, there's so many. So it's not like,
0: this is a new problem. Yeah. (laughs) I just know that I'm, that's my thing yeah I like I think I've I realized I didn't have a lot of boundaries with a lot of things in my life for example social media which I've actually been taking um, I talked about this on the last episode I'm doing like a detox from social media for the month and also detox from dating so the dating's been pretty easy because no one wants to date me um (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no you're just telling the universe you don't want to do it so yeah no one's coming to and you. i'm also like not on dating apps and like not yeah, reaching not out i'm not putting myself out there like yeah. i the one guy that i was like casually hooking up with we i we ended it like in so, which would needed to happen so i'm completely just not doing that at all yeah. um so that's been easy but the social media has been really hard for me i i haven't done as well with it as i had hoped i i I've gone on to Instagram a couple times. Like I, I say to check messages to see if like someone, e- you know, emailed about the podcast. But right. then I see I catch myself like looking at photos. And then and it goes down this rabbit hole of like yeah. scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, yeah. I've done pretty good. I mean, from where I was going on Instagram constantly to barely ever now, it's been really good. And I feel good. I have way more headspace, way more time. But yeah. It,
1: yeah, and way more self love because I find myself going through it, and like all of a sudden I'll be like, I just lost twenty minutes to scrolling, and I feel like horrible about myself. Like I am not accomplishing anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm nowhere close to my dreams. Like, now I feel like I need to go work out. I need to go, I need to go write I a know. screenplay. I know. I, know. I, <laughs> I need to work out while writing a screenplay <laughs> on a boat, like <laughs> on, <a laughs> <boat. laughs> on a yacht somewhere with
0: a man who loves me and respects me <laughs> and, <laughs> and a cute dog and <laughs> all the dog. things. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I totally understand, but yeah, um, <sighs> yeah I need to get get better on this detox because in, in order for a detox to work you have to do it the right way and i'm just like not th- i mean like i said I, it's a lot a lot different than where i was or i'm barely on it which is like still really That's good a big accomplishment yeah and especially
1: because a lot of like this podcast exists obviously on online
0: and a mm-hmm. lot of our, like our world is so online now yeah but i do feel definitely healthy Healthier, happier, more connected—so good things. Um, yeah, cool. Oh, I—I I, on the last episode as well. I mentioned that I created a email for the podcast, Soberland Ooh. Podcast. <laughs> uh, Soberland Podcast at gmail and I asked you guys to submit anything really, feedback, uh, questions, your. Favorite Lacroix, favorite flavor, whatever. <laughs> um, pamplemousse, pamplemousse, and I want to do. I want to start something. I guess I, I'm trying to think of a clever name. What do you think of sober mail?
1: Yeah, I, I like know.
0: that. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, email mail. me your ideas yeah. for this. The name of the segment. Yeah. So I'm trying to trying to think of another I yeah. like sober mail. Yeah. Some you get the idea though. So sober mailbox, super. <laughs> Yeah, these are yeah sober snail mail. <laughs> but um, yeah, so if you guys want to submit anything on there, I'd like to discuss these, like, these issues and questions on the podcast because I figure if one person has this issue, there's probably more out there. Uh, and I will keep it completely anonymous. And I actually have received one, um, a person inquiring about work anxiety, and they uh, were wondering if I... D- deal with work anxiety, or if I experience it and how I deal with it, uh, their work life, I'll just read the email, my work life is the one area where I don't think I've gotten a good grasp on my anxiety. I'm open about it and tell people at work, some below me, some above me, and I feel like being open about it is both helpful and a hindrance. I like being honest so people have a better understanding of me and my anxiety in general. But then sometimes it feels like it backfires, like if I have a bad day or if I'm upset in the slightest, without people blaming it on my oh people blame it on my anxiety, or that could just be the voice in my head telling me that people are talking about it. Trying to navigate a corporate workplace after years in the food and beverage industry is strange when you're already in a weird headspace. Uh, people also like to pull small workplace jokes and don't realize that the slightest comment, maybe about presenting me with a huge daunting project or having to get on the phone with someone who's yelling will send my anxiety brain into a spiral. Um, so basically, that's the gist of it. There it goes on a little bit longer, but um, so she's wondering if we face anxiety at work and how we do so. Where do you work I right work,
1: now? Yeah, I work at a company called Pray Tell. Oh, which, right. Yeah, it does, um, yeah, like creative kind of marketing communications, PR, social media, film, um, it's great. I've been there for about, I guess like 5 or 6 years. Oh, wow. Um yeah, like they're like my family. It's like it's like I started with them right. I was like the first employee. But but yeah, it's I think in terms of anxiety, um I definitely like I told you I think I I, well, I have ADHD which uh, is I'm, I've I've always my I've always been able to manage it pretty well, but um I would get in, ex- insane anxiety at work if I felt like overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would come out in terms of like, I'm a very emotional person, so I would have like emotional kind of, I mean, anxiety exists a lot in like physical and emotional, like kind of bursts. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, um, in terms of, of that, like Praetel's seen a bunch of different, you know, growth spurts. Um, cause I started with them when I was like 24, 25. Okay. So now I'm, now I'm like pretty good and solid and, like, got my, you know, shit together. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, I
0: definitely had issues. Yeah. That's actually kind of what I said to her. I responded back. But um, I told her, like, I – now I'm, I've been with my job for almost three years. So i definitely more comfortable there and have a better – Grasp my all my anxiety in general, but at the beginning, I had a huge issue that, with anxiety at my job, and I actually to the point where one time I had a panic attack,
1: oh no. like my first
0: month, and they actually called the paramedics, and these guys like burst into the office and like had to put these things all over me. It was like super embarrassing because um, I thought That's it was scary. I thought I was dying. Yeah. yeah, it was the worst panic attack I've had by far, and um, but I think as a liability, they felt like they had to call you know call them, but. Um, and then also like, I remember in meetings, like no matter if it was a meeting with one person or a bunch of people, my, I would just like get very lightheaded and like my palms would get sweaty and just the typical anxiety symptoms. Um, and during that time I actually had one of my concussions, one of my many concussions. And I think so I, I, what I would do is I would blame these symptoms on that, which I'm sure that also played a part into why I was feeling funny, but, um, so I wasn't actually dealing with the anxiety. I was just saying, "Oh, that's my head," you know. That, and then I became known as the girl that's like never feeling well and like easily, you know, influ or easily affected by lighting that's off or always has to excuse herself from a meeting and all that. So that wasn't like a great reputation to have at work. But um, it's definitely gotten a lot better, and I think that's just because the handle I have on anxiety in my life in general has gotten better by doing these things that I'm always talking about on here, like meditation. Um, and that's what I recommended to this person, um, specifically kundalini meditation. I don't know if you've tried that. That's what I really love. It's a little bit more out there than yeah, I don't do enough
1: meditation. So yeah. I don't really know the difference between like transcendental and kund- like, I don't know
0: the difference, but I've been doing headspace that uh, app. That's another thing that I recommended. Yes. It's great for beginners. And if that's it's helping just general. Me. Yeah. yeah general. general. That's a good place to start with meditation is that app headspace, um, And there's like different little techniques that you can do in a workplace when there's people around, if you're having, if you're starting to feel those symptoms come on, like my therapist's, I forgot the names of them, but there's things like count everything in the room that's red or like these different breathing techniques where you see where the, which nostrils more dominant, you recognize that. And then you try to switch it and then you switch it back. And so it's basically doing these things to take your focus off of the anxiety and onto something else. And so it's like, you can do these things without anyone around you at work, knowing that you're doing it. And there's all sorts of techniques like that. So that's um, cool. I have not heard of those that that would have been really helpful a few years
1: ago. (laughs) (laughs) So uh,
0: that's, that was my recommendation to her, but, um, I feel like it's just one of those things where it also sounds like she's not super comfortable. Maybe over time, like you and I have become more comfortable with our jobs. It
1: took a lot of trusting my off, like trusting that the people around me and that my boss really had my back, Mm -hmm. and trusting that I was enough and good enough at my job, and like that they wanted me there. to like ask for help when I needed help. Cause it's hard for me to ask for help a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and usually when I get overwhelmed or anxious, it's because I've got too much on my plate Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know how to get it all done. And a lot of that is like trusting the people around you that when you ask for help, they're not going to think lesser of you. They're not going to think that you're not doing your job. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I just, I just need help. Yeah. Um, and usually when I'm able to like move some stuff off my plate, th- the anxiety goes away. Cause it's, n- there's just not as much, um, to think about um, yeah. and you also feel like you're not alone a lot of times with anxiety i, I just feel alone it's i'm it's me against the world you know yeah um, so trusting trusting yep. co-workers trusting managers
0: mm-hmm. because a lot i mean literally every single person in the world has anxiety probably like not everyone to the extent that i you know i do or this person sounds like this person does but you know, they everyone ha- experiences it at some point in their day. So I think if you open up, they can relate. It's not necessarily like with drinking or only some people can't, like everyone can relate to anxiety, so.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, and I, I also feel like the workplace is so much more like it's very personal in business. Like a lot of your life is now part of, like everyone knows everything about me now mm-hmm. and us. Like the world is just so much more um, transparent. So sometimes it's hard to like separate out um, like, oh, I'm having a personal thing happen, but I need to be at work and be professional. Um, and so a lot of times for me, it's like, all right, well just focus on getting the work done. And like for the next hour, like, don't think about the the thing that's making me feel anxious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, well, well kind of n- like what I was saying, yeah. just
0: getting your mind off of the yes. anxiety yes. and what's, yeah. And then exactly you need to, deal with it later. Like you were it sounds mm-hmm. like then you deal with it later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um that was a cool. good question. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. Guys, please send more questions to soberland podcast at gmail.com. it will be so fun. And like I said, I'll keep it completely anonymous. No one will know who you are. If you've listened to the podcast, I usually wrap this up with a little reality sh- TV talk because I love reality TV. And so um, I'm curious, I, I don't think you and I have talked about this. No. Do you watch any shows? I don't have any <gasps> cable. Oh. And
1: uh, um, so I don't really know where to watch it. Okay. And I get kind of overwhelmed with, with reality TV. Uh, it's not most, for everyone. Mostly I know. because I'm I'm so invested in how people feel around me that like watching people upset Makes me feel so sad. Um, (laughs) Like, I can't separate out the fact that, like, it's they're fine, but like, seeing like they're getting paid a lot of money, exactly. Like, for me, watching people fight or be upset or like have things, I just feel so like, (laughs) are they you get like emotionally invested (laughs) in it, and then I get stressed out, yeah. Um, and and anxious. Um, so yeah, I don't really That's okay. But I ha- was on a reality <gasps> show. I was on this like w- dating reality show Which
0: once. one? Was it, it was next called, on MTV? Oh my god, that would have <laughs> been easy. No, it's
1: called Love Bites, and it was just huh. like a couple episodes and I think it got canceled. But um, but yeah, it
0: was Wow. What was, was was it like a game show or what? It was
1: like a, um what was the setup of? I was it? also on Let's Ma- I was on Let's Make a Deal as well ah. as another. But um it was where I didn't realize I was with a celebrity. Oh, I know, <laughs> yes, I know. I went and waited in line and they put me on the Wow um but it was like one of those where like you they like a matchmaker matches you up with like a guy and then you go on a date uh quote unquote you go to a fake place that they make look like a restaurant they hire then, people to sit yeah, around and, exactly yeah. um, and then at the end of the date you either hold a piece of paper that says second date. Or n- not second date or whatever. Yeah. It was it was not like the most complicated yeah. premise, but... Love Bites? Yeah. I feel like you, I've heard of it. Yeah. Well, you could probably find it on, online. But, what was um, it on? What channel? I think it was on... Um, uh, oh, my God. TNT? No. FYI. I think. Okay. Um, oh, okay. yeah. But the funniest thing was like the, so during the date, like halfway through, they were like, you've got to go to the bathroom.
0: So I was like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, so I get like an earpiece in or do they, how do they, they tell came, you? They come
1: and tap me and they're oh. like, you need to go to the bathroom. So I just said, I'm going to go to the bathroom and I get up and the matchmaker person. Who's like this woman who's been, I don't know, like engaged five times and is great, like giving well, great just, advice. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> she's like so much makeup and she's just like, you you ordered a beer and like I feel like that's not very feminine. Like you should have <sighs> you should order wine and oh you're leaning god. forward, which is very masculine. Like you're leaning in. Like you should lean back and tilt. So oh my god, it was it was so like just. S- weird like weird stereotypical. stereotypical. She's like,
0: act like you need help. Act like, act like act you're victimy and womany. <laughs> y yeah. You're too masculine. Be, be more whiny. I
1: know. <laughs> so I go in and sit down and like turn my shoulders and like order a white wine and mm-hmm. you know, um, but it was, it was just so silly to yeah. like to get that. That's I d- really, yeah. I know. I know. I'm very aggressive, I feel like with dating, which is why I'm also not really into it right now because I'm trying to get to be a little bit more like, I don't know. I don't want to be as, I want the aggressiveness. I want to come out through like creations mm-hmm. like art and characters and like stuff. Oh, I see. Versus your like work, reach. Not. Yeah. Versus like reaching out to other people. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh,
0: but yeah, that's, yeah. That's a cool self discovery that you want to like, put that energy in a different direction. Yeah. More healthy direction. Yeah. Work. Cause then.
1: I'm getting more from the work stuff versus like a dating thing. Like I'm not getting anything back from that. Yeah. So,
0: I have zero interest in it right now. Zero interest. I I
1: haven't kissed someone in like eight months.
0: Wow. Oh, so this is like even before the sobriety thing. Yeah. Well, the last, that last guy I dated
1: Uh in August with the whole weird, horrible blow up night that ended it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was the last. So I guess it's like seven or eight months, but it's just crazy. This is the longest I've gone without like, I haven't even like kissing someone, you know, which is
0: crazy. That's awesome. I want to do that.
1: I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, uh, I feel very, I feel very asexual. Like I'm not really attracted to anybody and I definitely feel like a kid. Like I'm not having sex. I'm not drinking. I'm
0: just playing around with things. That's cool though. You're more focused on important stuff. Yeah. Things that you are passionate about. That's so cool. Um well awesome thank you so much thank for you. coming today I like it's just so great to talk with someone that is such a similar story similar place Very. like because like I said you're the first person on here that is actually sober and um like one of my only friends that are sober, so it's yeah. like you, we can uh, you know Get relate it. to each other more than anyone. Thank so you for so having cool. me
1: on here and for doing this podcast because yeah. it was definitely a major inspiration for the new. You know, it just yeah. reminded me that like other other people that are like me are doing this mm-hmm. and are having a good experience. Like you said, a good example That's for awesome why it was going to gonna be a.
0: That makes a me emotional thing. to hear, <laughs> but cool. Um, also, guys, um, if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe. Rate, review, all the good things for the podcast so we can get the word out there. Um, All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye.